What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Running Speaker Podcast. I am the Running Speaker himself, Mr. Ernest Uche. What's going on? What's going on? Uh, well, guys, just coming to you with high spirits. Uh, it's always our goal to keep our spirits high, um, especially in the environment that we are living in right now, which is truly like the twilight zone, truly like a, like an altered reality. Okay, it's uh, it's it's tough to imagine that in April of 2020, we would be in a situation where the entire war- world is shut down, so to speak. Uh, social distancing is the term of the day. Um, curbside, uh, what is it called? The, a lot of businesses are using, a lot of restaurants that are offering curbside uh, uh, um, services are using the keyword contactless uh, um, pickup. Okay, contactless, social distancing. I mean, as human beings, we are being encouraged to not have contact with each other uh, for the pur- for the purpose of not spreading uh, the COVID nineteen coronavirus. So it's 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 a reality that many of us did not um, expect to be experiencing right now. Uh, just you know, to, to, to kind of go backwards. Um, I think December of 2019, November of 2019, a lot of us here in the United States where I'm recording from, uh, we were preparing for, you know, the, the holidays, right? The holy days, but we call it the holidays. We we're preparing for Thanksgiving, a time to gather around with family. Uh, and then Christmas, a time to give gifts to family. And then, um, then we came into 2020 a lot of us made our 2020 goals and uh you know set things in order for a decade of 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 blessings a decade of overcoming a decade of you know whatever we were believing for and then we were hearing about what was going on in asia uh in china primarily uh with uh with some virus that we had never heard of that we were like okay here's another h1n1 virus type virus going on uh, it's probably not more deadly than the flu and you know people are just overreacting right that was the the, the that was how we felt to be honest with you and then we heard that china was shutting down various uh parts of of their country and uh, then we heard that this thing has hopped uh over to italy and it was really really devastating a lot of individuals there and before we knew it, then at church, they were saying, hey, don't uh, drink from the cup. You know, I'm, I'm Catholic as well. Um, so I, I happened to go to a Catholic service and uh, they were told that, you know, look, we're not going to be uh, sharing of the blood, uh, the wine. And, you know, you'll only be receiving the bread. And then all of a sudden uh, we had multiple press conferences. This this virus was was spreading and people were getting ill and people were dying here in the United States, New York, uh, California, then was shut down, then New York, then New Jersey, and so on and so forth. And thus the reality that we're in now where, you know, wherever you are, it's either a shelter in place, uh, a a shelter at home, um, and pretty much, and and we've now come to terms with the term essential business. Um, If you're company is not an essential business you're probably not working right now 
And if your company is an essential business, um, you're happy to be working. I mean, you know, the people, our heroes right now are, and they should always be, uh, our healthcare workers. Healthcare workers are on the front line uh, of the fight against this disease. And, and my prayers and my hats go off to you if you're a healthcare worker or if you have a healthcare worker in your family, because right now they are working um, hours upon hours per day. And uh, some of them have even gotten ill helping to fight this virus. I mean, it's a first of many firsts uh, in our history. And, you know, this is one of those moments that we will tell our children and our children's children about. Okay, our children will will say that they were kids when this happened, but, you know, we, we're living it. Okay, also my hats go off to our our grocery store workers. You know, the, the cashiers, the, uh, the, the, the card pushers, the stalkers. I mean, they're also heroes in this process because they're keeping us, you know, they're keeping our, our fridges full and our shelves full of, of things that we probably took for granted a couple months ago. Um, and, and, you know, my, I say a prayer for them because, you know, we're come to, come to terms with terms like PPE, you know, protective uh, equipment personal protective equipment and uh although you know the 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 globe is on a mad rush to get these items from china and other places uh, for healthcare workers um, not too many people are thinking about the grocery store workers who are coming into contact with the people who are potentially going to be going to the hospitals or have gone to the hospitals you know i've heard of individuals that have tested positive for COVID-19, still going to grocery stores and possibly infecting people. You know, I'm just I'm just summing it all up. And, and, and I, I got a point that I'll be getting to surely because some of what I'm saying right now is a reality. So you guys don't need a reminder about it. But a lot of y'all that are faith filled individuals such as myself, you know, you're like, you know, where is where is God in all this? You know, why is it that Individuals have lost their job. Unemployment is at almost uh, is over 20 percent um, in this modern time. This is like Great Depression type levels of unemployment, you know. But where is God in all this? Right. Um, well, God is the same place um, um, he's always been, um, you know, with his son, Jesus Christ. They are in the middle of it. And it's really those that you know, have ears to hear that hear him. Those that have eyes to see, see him, see what's going on um, um, are, you know, trusting him in this rough times, in these rough times and in these, like I said, days that we've never seen before. And he he's there. And 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 it's ironic to me. And I've, I've shared with some of my um, 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 groups that I'm part of and you know, we discuss about these matters and, and where, you know, our faith ties in to all of this. And, and, and my saying to you is that if you're a faith filled individual or individual that's ever prayed or ever acknowledged God, um, 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 and I won't say, I guess I'll say a God, but acknowledge God. You know, this is a time for you to acknowledge him again and understand that he is there. He is in the midst of all this. And it's 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 not funny, but it's it's ironic to me that in this time of turmoil, I've seen more religious posts than ever. 
I've seen more people quote scriptures online and social medias. You know, I've I've seen more people try to use an eye of faith to explain what's going on than ever. So I, I, I say to you and I say to individuals that are wondering what's going on, you know, where does where do they fit in all this? Where does their faith fit in all this? And I'm just like, your faith is exactly where it's supposed to be or let this be not something that diminishes your your faith or brings it down but let it be something that actually raises your faith up okay the bible says faith without works is dead so if you thought that faith was just some some type some abstract thing and something that is just over there and you're like i have faith but your faith is is way over there no this is the time for you to pull on your faith and 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 faith is 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 about looking not with eyes that are physically in your head, but looking at eyes that are in your heart, looking at eyes that say, you know, if you happen to have COVID-19 uh, or know somebody who's typically is in the age range that wouldn't survive it and they have it, you know, eyes of faith is 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 you saying, although this situation looks this way. Right. I believe that it's actually going to be this other way. My faith tells me that even if you're in that range of, of, of individuals that may not survive it, you will survive it. My faith tells me that my family is covered by the blood and, and, and we will not be foolish in how we go around. You know, we will do everything that, we'll, that we can do to protect ourselves. And in that process of, of protecting ourselves, we will not catch COVID-19. Okay. My faith tells me that anybody that I know that's in the hearing of my voice that happens to have it will be healed from it. That's what my faith tells me. Okay. My faith tells me that even though companies are, are laying individuals off, uh, uh, me or anybody that's in the sound of my voice will not lose their job. My faith tells me that if you happen to have lost your job, you will not miss a meal. You will not miss a bill payment. You will find another job very quickly. Okay. You will not suffer any financial storm uh, uh, during this time. Okay. That's what faith, your faith should tell you. And that's what my faith tells me. Okay. My faith is also tells me that this, at this time, this perilous time that we're in, more souls are going to be saved than ever. More people are going to be introduced to Jesus Christ than ever. I mean, we, we, we just have to believe that everything happens for a reason. But what that means is that God did not, God is going to use this situation to show you that he is very much alive, to show you that he is very much in the midst of this, to show you that he is looking out for you and will continue to do so. What has happened with COVID-19 is that a lot of the distractions that we have had and your job is not a distraction, but there may have been some distracting aspects to the environment that you were in before. The home has become the church, the school. The gym, because the gyms are closed. So now you're working out at home. Your kids, unfortunately, can't go to school. So they're going to school online at home. OK, and like I said, it's the church is closed, unfortunately, physically. But the Bible says where two or more gathered, 
uh, uh, there is is the is the spirit of God. So now the church has become the home. So I believe that everything that has transpired was to bring was to shine a light on the home. And unfortunately, the home is not the same for everybody. Some people are blessed to be in a loving home while other people, unfortunately, may be in an abusive home. And that is not right. And my 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 prayer is that anybody that happens to be in, in an abusive situation in that home is that number one, you find some relief. OK, that and, and number two, the abuser. God just touches their heart. God just exposes them to themselves. That way, if they don't know that they're physical, mentally or God forbid, a sexual abuser, that they need to stop. And if not. Let law enforcement get involved and let that individual be locked up uh, 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 for their for their crimes. OK, but I was amazed how when I when I heard that the city of Houston um, purchased a lease, well, leased out hotels to house coronavirus patients. And, and, and these hotels will be actually used to house some homeless individuals that catch coronavirus. And I was like, wow. These individuals, homeless individuals, had been, had been overlooked, unfortunately, in a lot of cities. And, and Houston wasn't no different, unfortunately. But now, if they catch coronavirus, they become, and, 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 and they become uh, individuals of importance that can now freely stay in a 200-a-night hotel room and have all their meals provided. Glory be to God. OK, the country and in a lot of countries, but the country, the United States, as well as other countries are now giving individuals who have been uh, uh, who are have been laid off additional unemployment, as well as twelve hundred dollars per family that makes under ninety thousand per adult, five hundred per child. OK, just to get just to weather the storm of the virus that the virus had caused. So. I mean, so I just say that to say that if you're looking with the right eyes and, you know, I'm sure there's a lot of individuals out there that don't care for a handout. They work for everything they have. But we're in a situation where everybody needs help. Everybody knows somebody that needs help. If the help is not for you, let it be for somebody that may be around you that you may not even know of uh, has lost their job or is struggling uh, financially or even for the individual that may be struggling mentally. Look, there's some people that don't like change. They don't do well with change. They like their routine. They like their system the way it's set up. If you disrupt it, they will let you know. But those people have been forced to change everything. And like I said, some of us are very adaptable. We adapt well to change. We don't have any problem with it. But there's some, a lot of individuals that it gives them mental anguish, stress, anxiety. And there's a lot of people out there reeling from stress and anxiety right now that I, I call them the, the silent sufferers. Everybody is, is for, of course, for obvious reason and rightfully are, are focused on individuals who are physically ill from COVID-19 or financially ill from COVID-19 challenges. But no one has really talked about the mental illness challenges for those that may be impacted by uh, COVID-19 related situations. No one is really talking about that. And, 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 and I say a prayer for those individuals, too, because I, look, I've, I've struggled with mental challenges uh, in the past. And I get anxiety every now and then as well. Uh, um, so I, I, I can relate. OK, I've had my set, set, set share of challenges that, that, have, that have, you know, <laughs> caused me to. Oh, man. You know, so I, I my heart go out to you and I just say, look, trust God, trust God, trust God. I know it's easier said than done, but I'm just saying when you feel hopeless, 
have hope in the word of God, read the word of God and, and, and just continue to tell yourself that things will get better. Continue to tell yourself this too shall pass. And, 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 and to get the focus off of yourself, try to focus on somebody else. Try to call somebody else and, and talk to them. Try to call someone who you haven't talked to in a while. Try to call someone who you heard may be going through some challenges. The best way to get over your pain is to try to help somebody else's pain. And that's the best advice I can give you during this challenging time. Okay? And pray for yourself and pray for everybody. Thank you all very much for tuning in to the Running Speaker Podcast. I'm the running speaker himself. And I just want to tell you, look, keep running, keep praying, keep believing. Things will get better. Stay blessed, y'all.